G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. The All Blacks win the turnover. What a play from the youngster, Quinn Tupaya. Barrett unleashes his cannon over boots. It sneaks inside the left hand upright. The All Blacks have the lead. Mostert coughs it up. 80 minutes ticks over. Bowden Barrett puts it into touch. An incredible finish in the 100th test of this incredible rivalry. The All Blacks claim supremacy after a century of battles. Yeah, well, some were underwhelmed by the whole thing in terms of a spectacle. Uh, they wanted more out of the game. They want more out of rugby these days. But others, I suppose, uh, were absolutely thrilled uh, that uh, the All Blacks got up and won uh, in that last-minute kick from Geordie Barrett. I'm, I'm absolutely certain that Grant Fox was uh, thrilled it went that way because, of course, he's uh, an All Black selector these days, played against the Springboks on many, many occasions. Uh, good morning to you, Foxy. Hi, it's my beat. Hey, look... Um, how did you feel about it straight afterwards? I think you knew what was coming. How did you feel we reacted to it? Well, we'll take the win, won't we? Um, because it was, you know, the 100th test and it was a significant milestone in both countries' rugby history. So we'll bank that. Um, you know, I expected the strategy from the Springboks maybe. So I just heard Plum talking about kicking bombs in our 22. Maybe didn't anticipate that and we did struggle a bit with that. Um, and you can talk about um, anticipating what's coming all you like. It's another thing dealing with it. But it was a frustrating old night because I actually thought there were times when we were looking like we were going to create and then we'd make a mistake, you know, drop, drop a ball or give a penalty away, which, um, you know, we just we, we sort of let him off the hook. So uh, frustrating old night. Um, our skills let us down. Um, the, the real frustrating year I found, Smithy, and it was obvious early in the game, was our breakdown wasn't working because, you know, we were short of numbers. And we were short of numbers because um, on occasions, unfortunately, some guys didn't nail their roles and didn't get to where they needed to be. And it made life difficult for us. But um, they'll address that this week, I'm sure. OK, let's, uh, let's look at uh, the performance, perhaps, of, of Geordie Barrett. And uh, the way he said it sort of came through a fairly torrid sort of encounter uh, with a pretty calm nerve in the end. Yeah, he's made a lot of progress, hasn't he, Geordie? Um, you know, there is, seems to be a calmness about him. Um, and he, he likes the big moment. And what I love about him, that kick, there was never any doubt that he's going to put his hand up and say, give me the ball. And, you know, you're putting yourself in the firing line there because there's a chance you don't get it. There's obviously a chance you get it as well. But I just love the attitude is give it to me. I want this. Um, and that's gold for, you know, when, you, when you, you want to deal with the pressure that's coming your way. So I love that about him. You know, his high ball work at the moment is, is very good. His goal kicking all round is, is superb. He just seems like he's just timing the ball nicely rather than trying to smash it. 
Um, so he's obviously done a lot of work. You know, his positional play around the field is good. You know, he didn't get challenged defensively too often on the tackle front on um, on Saturday night, but we know that's a strength of his game. Um, he sort of dropped one ball with a real attacking opportunity to breach the line. Uh, got denied an opportunity perhaps for a try when um, there was a deliberate knock-on. But Jordy can be proud of the progress he's making. He's really turning into, you know, a top quality in the national footballer. In terms of, uh, you mentioned before about uh, um, Plum talking mm-hmm. about uh, the, the way they kicked into our 22. Um, did that catch you by surprise as well to the level? I mean, towards the end of the game, they had the lead, they had possession, and, and the last thing you would want to do is, is kick it away, one thought. But are they, are they that tuned into that they can't even stop themselves at that point? Well, I guess so. I mean, look, they've had a lot of success with this strategy. Um, you know, it's something they understand. They're ruthless about it. They're actually very good at it. And it's brought them, you know, good results. I mean, you know, it brought them a Rugby World Cup. Although I would say that, you know, the semi-final against Wales for them was very much a game like that with both teams indulging in that. But um, the final, they balanced their game nicely because they did attack England a little bit. They got a balance. So I thought they would bring more balance to their game against us. So I was a little surprised. And I can't even remember a time, and most of my time, you know, involved in footy, which is 40-odd years now at a sort of high level, or nearly 40 years, um, where you have a halfback um, box kicking from nine in the middle of the park about 30 metres out. I don't reckon I've ever seen that in my life. So, um, but it brought them a try, didn't it, when um, unfortunately Bridgie dropped the high ball. Um, but they did it more than once. And perhaps they'd seen something in our backfield where, you know, you're defending back a little bit um, and there's no one directly in behind. And so that's where they went. And um, it, it brought them success once. So a little surprise, but, you know, it's like anything, isn't it? It's funny when, you, when, you, when something you've planned works um, once, you're yeah. going to keep trying it, aren't you? Yeah, and even though um, it didn't work in the end, uh, I'd imagine there's not going to be too much different uh, this week. I'll get onto that very shortly, Foxy, but first of all, uh, I'd like uh, perhaps you comment on on Ethan Blackadder, and, and perhaps that sort of epitomises the All Blacks at the moment. You've developed depth, you've, you've tried to develop players coming into a situation uh, where they might think it, during the week they're not going to get involved, and all of a sudden there's a knock on the door and you're in. Blackadder's performance. Yeah, very good, wasn't it? I mean, it, you know, he hadn't played a lot at seven at all, and you know, we've seen we saw a skill set there during Super Rugby that we thought would, you know, marry up nicely with seven, and um, and um, you know, Scott Robertson gave him an opportunity in a game where he played well. He's played seven earlier in the year for us, so um, you know, that late change is not e- easy, um, but it just sums up Ethan. I thought Cody Taylor probably, you know, the comments he made during the week summer, Ethan Ethan Blackadder. I mean, he's just got he's a tough man. He's got a relentless attitude, um, and he wants to be in the fight all the time. He's the guy who'll be in the front line leading the charge. So, you know, he he can be. It's like he is built for Test rugby. You know, it's a tough old business Test rugby at the sort of tier one level. Um, but it, it, a guy like him's just you know just he's built for it. Um, not only you know physically, but with his mind. More importantly, with his mindset. So um, again, you know, he can be very proud of his night out. What do you look for? Uh, I know you've got to look at bodies and how they, they bounced out of this occasion. Uh, you've yep. wrapped up the trophies. Yep. You've, you've got to the point where you wanted to be result-wise as such. 
Do you say to the guys that uh, it wasn't the tidiest performance? Uh, we need you. We picked you guys in the first place because we were the, we believed you were the best to handle it. Uh, it didn't quite work out that way. So do you go to those guys and say, uh, "Here's another crack. Get it right this time," or do you turn around and say, uh, "You know, let, let's let's give other players, younger players, perhaps now that we've locked this thing up, more experience about playing against this kind of football because it's not going to change." Yeah. Um, look. Um your first comment is one line of thought. Um, um, your second comment, we wouldn't be as radical as we would be against Argentina too, at all. Um, but it's possible we will, you know, we'll tweak one or two um, positions because we've got the rugby championship locked up. Um, we've known, you know, we've given some guys an opportunity in South Africa one, and some guys played well, and some perhaps not as well as they would have liked. And you know, what we've got to mull over is say, right, oh, do we put them back in and get them a chance to, you know, um, experience that again and perhaps uh, learn from it? Or do we say, well, do we try someone else, um, you know, in the odd position to see how they scrub up against this? So, um, you know, we've got a bit of discussion to have yet as a selecting group, which we'll have to have later today because I think everyone understands the team knows who plays on Tuesday morning, but the media don't find out till Thursday. So, uh, we've got a, a, a discussion coming up later today as a selection group to work that out. Just just before I get on to um, perhaps this week, um, set pieces, Fox, is always something uh, you, you look at uh, very closely. Uh, line out and scrums. There the, seem to be uh, an interminable amount of scrum penalties, and we suffered most of them. Yeah, I mean, well, there's a line out. I mean, you know, they're, they're tall timber and they're a good line out. Um, uh, both with and without the ball. Um, so, and we haven't always been as accurate as we'd like to be when we're going sort of more towards the rear of the line out. Sides are giving us the front, so we're going, you know, we're adapting and going where it's secure, but it's not as easy to attack off. So, you know, I think, you know, um, not as good as we would like, but, um, a bit of, and a bit of work to be done there. Scrum wise, um, I'll get in trouble for saying this, but I'm not convinced all the penalties were right, were given the right way, to be honest. And that's something that I think the coaching staff are a bit frustrated about. So they'll be seeking a bit more clarity on that. Um, um, so it's, it's a you know it's a difficult old night when um, you know you got a front row who thinks they're doing something right, and you know there's certainly there are ones against you that you can't disagree with. And the odd one you go, well, what was that for? Because it seemed like they were backing out of that rather than us going to ground. So need a little bit of clarity there. But um, again. You know, these guys are a good set-piece unit. It's a big focus in their game. Um, you know, we made a lot of progress in the set-piece, and um, but we've obviously still got a bit of progress still to make. So the, the major talking point out of the, of the Test match was the, the way their 9 and 10 played the game. Not that it was a surprise, <laughs> but it was. What did you make of, the, uh, of our 9 and 10 uh, combination uh, at the weekend? Look, I think both have been playing well. Um, you know, and it was a pretty tough old night for TJ because our breakdown work wasn't as good as it has been in, the, in previous test matches because we were often a man down because someone didn't perform their role. Um, and so we've got to work out why that happened and the, the coaching staff will drill down into that. So, you know, I think TJ can still be pretty happy with his night out um, given that, you know, he wasn't, he didn't get the quality of ball that he has been getting. Um, and that also flows on through because it flows through to, you know, Bowden's under a bit more pressure and then the midfield's under more pressure and we know they're bringing plenty of heat there anyway. So, 
Uh, we've probably got a little bit of a, a, adapting to do there. Um, again, it's like you know what's coming, but until you've experienced it sometimes, you don't really know what it's like. So we've had that now, and you know, this is a smart learning group, and I'm sure we will adapt. But the first thing we've got to get right is we've got to get, a, get, got to get our breakdown work right, which on Saturday night, frankly, wasn't of the standard we expect of ourselves. Foxy, going forward, where are we at um, with some of our players who uh, weren't there originally? <coughs> For instance, a Richie Moonga. Uh, we, we saw Aaron Smith play here at the weekend. What are we looking at uh, with him going forward? Uh, and Sam Whitelock yeah. in particular. Yeah, yeah. so Richie um, is available this week. So he's over there. Uh, he is available for mm. selection. Uh, we won't have um, Aaron for the, for the rest of the year at all. Um, you know, he wasn't going on end-of-year tour anyway um, due to baby number two coming along and because of the quarantine restrictions um around not being able to get home. Um, if he went to Australia this time, he had to stay away the whole time, essentially couldn't get home. Um, so he's he's uh, not available for the rest of the year. So we've known that for you know a little while now. Um, Sam Whitelock and Sam Kane join us. I think in the States, this is not all the detail I'm across, Smithy, to be perfectly honest, um, but we, will, we, we get access to them um, soon enough. But Seen any Ryder Cup, mate, or been too... Yeah, no, I have. Yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah, uh, Saturday and Sunday mornings, a fair bit of time on the couch. And um, I <laughs> wish I was been able to watch it now, but I'm on my way in to do a bit of work. So, um, um, yeah, exciting, isn't it? I mean, obviously, it's going to be American win pretty heavily, but, um, boy, it's a great yeah. event, isn't it? Just love it. Hell of a hell of a golf course that, when the, you know, on the coast there, isn't it? Some of those, I mean, when you see the big hitters struggle to that extent, it, it yeah. is an amazing challenge. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, it's pretty aptly named, isn't it? Whistling straight, obviously, for a, for a particular reason. The wind whistles through there, so, yeah. Okay, Foxy. Hey, thank you very much for your time and uh, your honest analysis, mate. Um, uh, I think we got the, the gist that uh, you're happy, um, but work to do, eh? Pretty much sums it up. Yeah, you always take, you always take a win, eh, Smithy? I mean, that's what yeah, you, you know, absolutely. when you're playing... Uh, a contest you want to win. Um, how you win is another matter, and we didn't win how we would have liked. Um, and we'll obviously try and um, try and address that this week and be better on Saturday night.